Welcome back, everybody, to Laps and Tarps. I'm Morgan. I'm joined today by Tom. Hello. And because we're talking about the Druze today, I've invited two members of the Imperial Druze, two Navari, uh, members of the, the Lap Noobs podcast, uh, Dave and Ian. Hi, guys. Hello. Strength for the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is that right? Where has that slur come, slur, slander term come from? Like, when did, do you know when that started? Because I, it was one of the first things I heard was that. It was pre us, but it is, there's a sort of a legitness to it where it's like we're the stabby aspect of the empire, right? And we don't do honor battles and things like that. Uh, and um, yeah. It's a very good question about the Druze because I, I get the feeling when you look into the different uh, barbarian nations that are in Empire, they tend to be uh, horrific mirrors of nations. Mm. And I would say, like, completely 100%, uh, Navarre and the Druze have uh, quite a lot in common with how they approach um, warfare and uh, the destruction of their enemy and pursuing of goals. Um, like, Navarre have a saying which is, you can't betray your enemy. Um, and you steal this that is from very the much how the Druze behave as well. That's that's actually Thomas just said. Yeah, the Druze are like betray everyone. But that is, that <laughs> like, is like, and stab uh, everyone. Uh, what is it? You can't betray your enemy is actually also a phrase that the Druze use. Yeah, did you steal it from like them? Officially, so you guys, yeah, who, it's, the, it's the question is who stole what, the Navarre or the Druze? Well, this is what's going to happen next year is the Navarre are going to break off from the Empire and join the Druze and then uh, we'll, 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 we'll crush everything in our path. But, yeah, there is a there is a kind of uh, a duality there that um, if you're going <laughs> to, if you're going to conquer some land, you're going to crack some eggshells or something mm. like that, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I like the way Navarre fight. I like I like playing the Druze as well. So um... the the Druze are a lot of fun to play as because I think um, there isn't really the pretense of being in any way the good guys. That like you yeah. can you you'll hear people be like, oh, the the Jotuns are the real good guys or whatever because they like have this honor system and they give people the choice and stuff like that. Well, the the, the Druze are just. Nasty bastards. I think that's, I think it's really interesting because they definitely are like um, the boogeyman for the Empire. I mean, again, if you look at actually, it's really funny to say this. I remember when we were looking into research for this kind of series, is that the Druze actually are a like a, a, a culture with depth and they have understandings. And like we definitely see them as the big, mm. evil, irredeemable, wicked, horrible people. But the, the way, I mean, you've kind of already highlighted this there's similarities to how the Navarre and the Druze act. And in in essence, the Empire is actually considerably worse than a lot of the barbarians and how it acts. Um, I think fear is a weapon, right? Like, Navarre mm. do this a lot. Like, um, and the Druze are part of this as well, where um, the psychological battle of scaring the absolute bejesus out of your enemy is extremely strong, um, especially in a LARP context or, or any other context. Like, if you want to... If you if you make your enemy scared of you, well, you're most of the way there, right? Like, uh, you can hold the line of less people because they think it's a trap. Um, you can intimidate and cajole and force actions that they don't want to do. Um, you can make them think with their hearts instead of their heads. Like, all of these are big factors. Um, and if you go down, if you go down behind enemy lines in the Druze you are in for a terrible time 
Uh, they're mm-hmm. going to take their time with killing you. They're going to enjoy it. Your suffering will be uh, much hilarity to those. Legendary. Around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, your screams will go on through the ages, you know. I'm not um, going to lie. The Venom weapons give me second thoughts about going anywhere near them. Without yep. my pokey mm. halberd, I like. I don't want to get too close to you. Yeah, don't or, want that thirty second the, bleed time. They often have like um, people walking around with like big poison pits, which basically are like the, uh, someone with a smoke machine spraying green smoke everywhere. And if you're in the green smoke, then you effectively have the effects of venom on you, um, which means that basically you lose uh, the minutes off your. Uh, kill counter so instead of dying in three and a half minutes you might die within 40 seconds you know wasn't that how lots of dornish died last game morgan one of those druge's sensor bearers we we got an absolute fucking hammering uh because it was that you know like at the top end of that field there's like the pinch point um where you go through into the woods we go through there the uh incense the the venom was kind of pouring out and speaking to that kind of, and I think this is really cool how the monstering people who monster and how it's coordinated by the the monster team that brief works because the fear was real, like being in a woods where the green smoke's everywhere and just the panic. Like I was just, I was, I had, um, like I was part of like a mission for of doing exorcisms, so I wasn't really doing the fighting. I was staying by the exorcists. I just watching people just like shit. They're there. They're there. They're there, like panicking. Uh, mm. as this kind of green smoke descends. And you're right, they the, the, they really effectively utilize that fear to the point where you're like, oh, that that helps. And then you see people go down, which reinforces it. And then you know, like, again, they're dying in 30 seconds. And then the uh, a lot thing. of, a lot. I was in that battle and an awful lot of um, Dornish forces died through um, planned withdrawals. So you, the Druze uh, love to feint a withdrawal to draw forces forward because it's very much the, especially with LARPers, but none of us are, uh, well, some of us are actually like reenactors, but generally like uh, you tend to want to draw up to the line of where the enemy are. It's very, uh, especially with a nation like Dawn, who are very much like wanting to go forward all the time. Um, pulling back allows them to pull out into a salient, which uh, that feels really good because you're pushing back the enemy. And then a salient is a very, uh, a big bulge, basically, a big bulge, if you don't know what salient is, um, makes you very vulnerable to being hit from all sides. Um, And there are an awful lot of times when you would literally just shear off the nubbin and murder everyone in in that area and then reform the line. And then repeat the same process of allowing them to create salient, uh, you know, move back, salient, crush. Uh, that happened over and over again as the Druze, uh, very much Druze tactics, you know. Yeah, and I think there's this, th- there's the unwillingness generally of the Druze to engage in line fighting uh, for any length of time, which is a very different type of uh, combat option to when you're fighting against, say, the Jotun, who will face up to you and meet you in sort of. Uh, Static combat isn't fair necessarily, but often the the the, the various um, the, the maneuvering on the battle for both sides is dictated by the way that the, the sides meet, and often when that's with the Jotun, that can sometimes devolve into sort of fairly static walls of units engaging each other. With the Druge, it's much more withdrawing, uh, enticing striking from different angles, testing different things, and not really engaging a solid front for any lengthy 
period it, of time. It, yeah, it's definitely as someone that's when we've been fighting them, is it like again incredibly frustrating because you can't get to them. Yeah, uh, lots of hit and run. And then we had, I remember one thing at E3, again, we had like a separate mission where we had to escort some heralds through. And I was with uh, kind of a noble of like the lance I was fighting with. And they were very much like, there's, there's like 10 of us that need to get through. If we just punch a hole through the line and just keep going, they will be will be fine because we were heavy and we just could kept keep pushing past them because they're quite thinly spread out and they were more focusing on the people behind us. But the thing is, with the, you just never know where they are. Like, and again, it's that amazing kind of ability for like, you, I, I, I always, I've said this before that I will, was having a conversation with someone was like, oh, it's really quiet on battle day because everyone's not there. And I was like, well, yeah, no, only half the people aren't there. Cause I fully forgot that when you go out to fight people, you're not actually, you're not actually fighting the Druze. You're fighting the other half of the empire. The amount of times that I've been monstering and I must look like a horrific orc who is passing by. And I'm actually looking at a pile of dead players in horror at the bloodlust that taken us over yeah. and and how that means. Oh, it's like, real. I'm, yeah. I'm quite empathetic to players like that. Like I always think, like, oh man, like there are players down there that are have have maybe been playing for a while or even a short amount of time, but really care about their characters and the stories that they're having. And we've just murdered twenty of them in a giant pile. It's like uh, it's brutal. I guess that's a big strength for the mass compared to being massless like the Yagara. You don't have to constantly look angry or terrifying. The mass just does it for you. Yeah. And some of the um, Druze's costume, my God, is terrifying. I think like intimidation is a big part of what the Druze does. Also, um, you're also fighting often Navar, who their brief is very similar. Uh, they wear greens, um, dark colors, their skirmish tactics. Um, and a lot of Navari players know their their trade when it comes to skirmish tactics. So you'll often find flanking maneuvers, hit and run techniques. Um, uh, like I said, the the fainting and then hitting. Um, just very difficult to fight against, especially I'd say on the field. Less so in the wood area. It's a fucking nightmare. It's it's very difficult. I was yeah. going to ask you, Ian, has your time as captain of the Varches helped m- mold you into a Chad Druge? So I, I actually purposefully choose not to play as an archer when I monster, and that's simply because I use it as an opportunity to um, to try a different weapon set. So it sort of mixes the game up, keeps it interesting, uh, and I enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. Than... So like you can go like Ambi or something like that, right? But yeah, there's a lot more archery in the the Druze lineup because the Jotun don't tend to field many archers. That if you actually look at the brief, they tend to not uh, prefer to field any archery. While you'll have a lot more of that generally in the Druze, yeah. and then it also if you look at the spell lineups they normally have, it's things like weakness and stuff like that, and things that are. are are meant to debilitate and to to there's there's generally sort of the combination of tools that are in the druge toolbox are kind of a a are built in a very different way to how the Jotun toolbox is is built and that's not saying that any particular force is stronger than the other it's just they are different opponents and quite well designed I think to create the the fantasy yeah. of what that type of enemy is meant to represent. I have to admit, I am very terrified of the Druze because I have little unarmored leagueish legs. Top half, perfectly covered in armor. <laughs> My legs, little van brace, grease, whatever they are. 
Arrow can easily take my A leg out, and that's me stuck behind the enemy lines. I have Reckless, because after Dave's leg scenario, it's like, you know what? That's a feat I shall take. But it's always hey, a worry. Will I run out of hero points and dude, lose my legs? Cries in mage armor. Like, we're the squishiest mm. boys in the entire field now. Like, we're everything kills a mage nowadays. Like, it's like uh, you... Not nowadays. It's, it's more like other people have become better armored, and therefore... Yeah. Uh, uh, a, a cleave to the leg is the end of my character. Uh, a cleave to the arm, it's uh, an arrow to the chest. I'm done. Like there are a variety of different things that can kill a mate. I feel like you need a presidential a guard. Things. Like get down, Mister President. Anyway, we're not talking about uh, woe is mages here. Um, <laughs> you know, we're talking about the druge and how much fun it is killing imperials. There was one thing that happened was uh, we got told off by one of the generals uh, for harrying the Imperials on the way out of the field. Um, not that I like being told off at the best of times, but I still don't agree. Uh, I, I still, I stick to my guns on this, that I feel that the Druze are the sort of army where, of course, they're going to hit a withdrawing army. It would be, of it'd course be completely they off are. brief yeah, to of let them go off without being hassled, yeah, betraying the storyline. If you're the last one out and no one's watching you, we're still gonna we're gonna kill you. Uh, we're gonna make it hard for you. We're gonna make you not want to come back. I, I feel that's very different from, say, for example, like a Yotun brief, uh, which is gonna be a lot more kind of like regimented and organized, and uh, they march up to get like. Picking off stragglers seems the most druge-ish thing to do in the world well, to me. Well, they're ruthless, right? That's the whole thing, isn't it's it? It's literally They'll, in a brief, yeah. exploit any weakness. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean... They... I hope you stab the general as a druge first, aim behind and shout. I can only imagine what his expression, like him looking at me must have looked like of my just sheer disbelief that this person was telling us off. It also, it was a, a good old telling off and uh, yeah, very, very silly. Um... I think like the uh, I love uh, like I'm genuinely excited when I hear that we're going to play the Druze. They're one yeah, of the, yeah. the 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 absolute fun groups to play with. Um, uh, I mean, I'd like, love we to all do it. we all can get a bit carried away sometimes, but uh, I think yeah. Also, the RP opportunities when you're Druzing, like the the way you can very and you can do this with the Jotunists and say you can't, but. Um, the way you can very quickly pull a group of people as a nameless monster unit into this sort of ethos of, like, skullduggery and just write sort of really nasty, uh, but kind of with fun attached, like, comedic, nasty bastards, right? And you can have a lot of fun, like, egging each other on and stuff like that and a lot of the chanting and stuff's a lot of fun it's... I, I think it's i think it's scary from an imperial level right like um often in a battle people will especially when they're scared will tend to stick to the the more solid blocks of troops because it feels safer and you feel like things are better the real brave players are the ones doing the hard work of guarding flanks, mm. uh, trying yeah. to slow enemy down from doing uh, rear attacks, things like that. Mm -hmm. And they're usually heavily outnumbered. Um, it's very dangerous uh, because the Druze will completely exploit that. They will come round and absolutely bum rush uh, a, a small, lightly guarded group. So... Uh, you have to be very brave to, to 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 fight that, and I think because of that fear factor, people tend to 
tend to like to blob up a lot more um, against the Druze, um, which makes sense. Um, whereas if you take, for example, the Otoon, like Ian was illustrating, they tend to fan out into one giant big line of shields and it'd be a very static who runs out of um, healing potions first, basically, is going to win that fight uh, rather than a lot more of a, a dynamic uh, fight, which is is how I prefer to fight anyway. You know? the, again, I, th- I feel like I've had more interesting role-playing opportunities fighting the Druze. Uh, I remember there was one where they, this kind of really shows like the cutting of them. So there was one, I'd cut down a Druze um, and I was about to move over his corpse to get to, I think there was like three more just behind him. And as I went towards to get the other three, because again, Cock of the Walk, I had like enchantments. I was on like 12 hits. I was like, I'm fine. I've got all my hero points. I'll be absolutely fine. And as I take a step over this corpse, he reaches up and cleaves me in the leg because uh, he hadn't died. He'd just fainted. And as I as he did, I saw these three Druze kind of running towards me. It's like, oh, you motherfucker. Like having to like relentless my leg to get myself back up and then stand. And then luckily... Again, heavily Abdornish guy. Well, I was like, they ran off because I was able yeah. to get up in time. But I was like, that was, and he said to me, oh, sorry, that was a bit of a dick move. I went, no, that was that was the best. <laughs> that was like the most druge because I was literally like, I have fallen for a trap and I'm about to fucking die because of it. If I didn't have that hero point, I'd be done. Um, yeah. and there there cool. is, the, there's also like, um, in quite a few battles that I've had while being the druge, they tend to have um, their kind of elite monster units can often be made up of crew usually the uh the 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 the, the combat crew uh that that field uh are groups of people with really long jagged daggers who yeah um it's very uncommon for a uh a barbarian force to execute people when they go down um it's very much bad form and usually people are brief not to this group their job is to go around and give a bit of dramatic uh ambiance to basically going around and executing people who are who have fallen behind enemy lines and it is i mean i can only imagine a hell of a way to go an absolute hell of a way to go to be given a special little cheerleading squad that are about to stab you with a knife right it's uh... you get all kinds of stuff you get like stuff where um i've seen them sort of bring a, a a prisoner like a downed person to the line and like execute them in front of everybody and stuff you know like real nasty stuff right or like let them say their last words and then execute them there's certainly they they're, they're who i enjoy monstering as the most for sure Apart from maybe Valorn, if we include Valorn. Valorn's a lot of fun as well. Have you monsters, Valorn? You, yeah, if you go in, like, if you help with, like, skirmish stuff occasionally, that's a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Things. No, Morgan, we can't go down this hall. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Wrong, mon- wrong monster. Um, no, because I, again, one of my, f- uh, someone I knew at Empire, one of their characters died by being tortured by Druge. And it was that thing where they came back and they were just, there was like, I saw them drag back covered in blood kind of thing. And it was that thing where they were like, hey, just so you know, I am an absolute state. Mm. <laughs> like I, there's like you could just see my internals just like kind of like dangling <laughs> and i was like horrendous just again it's kind of like i knew they executed people but to know that someone i've known has just been executed oh it's, it's but it's really cool because the Oten you trust to be honorable right but the druze you just know they are like i said absolutely ruthless they are gonna take everything they can as my character fuck the druze yeah like the druze mm. deserve uh no quarter whatsoever no. like um they should be eradicated off the face of the earth. Um, like uh, as an imperial player, that that that's an imperial citizen, I should say. Um, like uh, there was some interesting stuff that happened recently where um, 
someone made a deal with an Eternal for help against, uh, was it the Valorn? And yeah. the deal turned out to be that a Druze army would then help um, drive off this thing. And oh my God, the shit show, the very strong opinions. Everyone's very upset. Like, uh, just because we won doesn't mean you need to win with uh, the help of the Druze, effectively. Um, that riled an awful lot of people up that that was uh, the price to pay for victory. Um which certainly pushes the Navari practicality to its absolute hilt um, that we yeah, would uh, use the Druze to, to to get victory, you know? Sounds yeah. like a lot of Russell Jimmies. <laughs> Very many Jimmies rustled right there, yeah. But as a as a as a Dornish player, so a big experience for us currently, you won't is the Barons, which is uh one of those like so the territory has never been officially Dornish. But there have been like houses built in Dawn and like uh, people have died in Dawn. And there's most people in Dawn basically, there's a lot of actually Dornish players whose territory is the Barons because there's a lot of people that live there. And we like, and a lot of people claim it as their home. So there is like, if you getting the Dornish to do anything that's not kill the Druge um, is, is a nightmare because it, 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 understandably it's like, this is our home uh, and we want to take it back from them. And there's such vitriol towards them. Um, but it also, it's, uh, sometimes it's like, cause there's discussions about whether the barons will go to the Dornish and stuff like that. Um, and I feel like speaking to players, like, oh, how do you feel about that? It's like, I don't fucking care. The Druze are leaving the barons. Then we will take it. Like, then it will be ours. That's fine. We'll sort that later. But for now we're killing them. And there's such a kind of like, after they massacred Dawn last event, like the open weeping, the impassioned speeches in glory square of just like, we will wipe them from the history books. No one will ever remember who they are. We'll kind of grind them down. And it was like that real passion, kind of like almost verging into like hate, which is like something you need to watch out for because hate cultists. But like, hey, nothing wrong with a little bit of hate I now think, and again. I think um, it's like the, uh... instill that in, in people though. It is the Druze, right? Because the Druze do represent that. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's the nastiness of it and it's the, the willful nastiness of it. Uh, and with no kind of pretense of any uh desire to adhere to your moral code or your principles it's it's mm. it's the yeah in fact exploit that the fact yeah. you have those things is weak and we will exploit them right? okay to and, and, caveat to caveat what ian's saying though if you speak to someone from the brass coast they will say that the grendel taking over Faraz is a pretty fucking bad thing of course if you speak to wintermark they will carry on headbutting their head into the brick wall that is the Jotun in the north. Like everyone's <laughs> like um everyone's got their 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 thing. But I agree that the the Druge if you wanted to boil down um and 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 stop like this kind of blood feudy slight for slight, the Druze are definitely the enemy, right? Like they are, they they cannot be reasoned with. They should be destroyed, um, because if they're left to their own devices, they're just waiting for the opportunity to betray you and to to, to kill you and to enslave your your friends. Um, so they should be stopped at all costs. You know. Yeah, I think that's the thing. There's at least the pretense that you could uh, treat with the other um, barbarian nations, right? You could engage the Jotun to have an honor battle or something uh or you could pay off the grendel 
or you could come to some kind of agreement for territory or, ma or magical uh, stuff but with the Thule, for example. With the Druze, I'm sure there may be are things that I'm, I'm not fully steeped in lore-wise, but basically they want you dead. They're waiting for the moment when you turn your back so they can drive the knife in, and then they're going to laugh about the fact that you were stupid enough to turn your back. I'm very much curious at what's going to happen with the Druze next time since we gave them such a big mm. kicking last time. The reinforcements are down. A lot of their army's been wiped out. Could this be the end of the Druze for a little bit? And a new enemy I, come back? I think there would be fun, though, to actually, like, starting to chalk a, a bad guy off the board. And I think that we there are potentials to start working towards those goals. And I think... I mean, we could tag team someone else in for a change, get things rotating a bit. Maybe the Fuel or the Grendel again, something along that lines. Just so we have a bit of a difference from... The Laundruge and Jotun. The Thule are no longer a slaving nation in theory. Um, so I've, uh, we're talking out of school here, lads. We, we, we shouldn't get into um, uh, the, the minutiae of uh, politics because, uh, yeah, it's boring. Um, but the uh, <laughs> there is like, what I like about the Druze is they have like this era uh, 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 of mystique about them where they're... So there's rumors about whether they are the producers of Bite, for example, uh, which is a drug at Empire, which is basically uh, fantasy cocaine. Um, it makes you very aggressive, uh, makes you feel very confident. Um, uh, it's th There is rumors that Bite is produced within Druze territory and then sold into the Empire through... Certain groups that obviously I know nothing about, uh, Mister um, <laughs> Officer. Um, but the that's the kind of vibe I understand is that it's almost like a, a psyop, like to destroy the empire from within. Yeah. They provide uh, terrible narcotics, um, which is such a fun idea that that's like a, an asymmetric style of warfare. It's, it's, it's great. And I, and I agree. It feels like the Druze are willing to engage on all those terms. Right. And, and that's what makes them fun in a lot of ways. Like the, 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 again, the parallels with the Navarre, the willingness to, uh, to do what is required to destroy your enemy um, is very interesting. After he said about the bite, I'm just picturing a Druge Walter White. <laughs> that's who I want the final enemy to but be. I think that's very real, to be honest with you. Probably more real than you think. Um, I definitely think the Druge have the coolest aesthetic out of them all. I mean, the creativity you can have with creating a Druge costume, you can be as horrible as you want, you'd seem. I'm not a very crafty person, but part of me really wants to start playing the Druge a bit so I can try and make a costume that looks really creepy i think i'm right in saying this but the druze are into trophies so yeah. hanging a human head off your bell mm. uh some human skin like some trinkets that you've picked up teeth um whatever you can think of uh that would be horrendous and put fear in the enemy um is 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 kind of fair game you know i'm just thinking of the orc from lord of the rings that has the skull on his head mm. that'd be pretty fun to do i think there's an interesting thing to be said with the druze as well where for example um their herb craft is known to be better than the empire's 
uh, and their alchemical law is known to be better than the empires. And those kind of things are sort of suggested loosely that they 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 do come from a degree of civilization, right? So it's not like the Druves are just like recklessly savage, right? There, there is a society and a, and a cultural base and all of these kind of things that live behind that thing. And a lot of these things they do are the affectations of how they present themselves in war, right? That the, the, the adornment of these kind of trophies and things and that are part of the PSYOP, right? They're part of the idea of ultimate victory through fear and imposing fear on you and, and, and trying to uh, beat you down in, in all the different ways. But it's not to be confused with necessarily that the Druze are just like savage and have no yeah. kind of culture behind them. That's not the case. And I think that's what makes them interesting, right? Because, again, you have the types of people who maybe are sophisticated enough to start doing a Walter white kind of uh, that feeds some fake, some some sort of like magic yeah. drug stuff into the empire and that would take a certain degree of orchestration that would t- take a certain degree of organization right it's interesting also like let's not forget the poisons which imperial citizens use on each yeah. other oh, yeah um that's that's not let's not act like the empire of the goodies because they <laughs> certainly ain't um players will hear about a new poison and quickly adopt that into their own personal gains. Um, a lot of those very deadly uh, poisons are developed by the Druze, uh, potentially traded with Druze to give them that that knowledge of that poison. Poisons that don't have cures, right? Like uh, if you if you are infected by this poison, you are dead. There is no trip to the hospital. They will maybe be able to let you know that there's no way of saving you. At best, um, that's how that will be. Yeah, I mean, there's some interesting stuff when you get into the alchemy game um, where you start to sort of... Even the way that the introduction of these poisons and their cures uh, has entered the game and the way that, uh, for example, I know how to brew certain poisons, but... The reason for that is because that the the skill set of those poisons for also includes the cure for those poisons, right? So, uh, of course, I only know how to make them to so I can heal people, right? Of, of course, course, of course, of, yeah, course. of course. But then it leads to it leads to this whole thing of like there's there was there's various movements to maybe create a list of all the people who know all of these things just so we have a list, you know what I mean? And then what does that start to do? So you start getting this idea of like actually. This these Druzish poisons start to influence even the societal norms of the empire, like the the idea that now we have to make a list potentially, and is that even morally right? Is that is that just to start list having a list of alchemists who know how to brew such things? I'm now curious: can Druze poison be spread through bubbles? Is that <laughs> what you're doing? Hey, Are you hey, playing the long game? I, I I can neither confirm nor deny. My my bubble based. <laughs> the most Batman villain thing ever is that one day he's gonna give out bubbles to everyone. And it's on like a timer where everyone I've goes. I've poisoned insane. the bubble supply. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! All those children. Oh no! <laughs> Won't someone make it the children? Yeah. yeah. So the one thing I would love to do, I think Tom kind of mentioned this, was like. um developing monster kit have you guys got like kit inspiration for or like aspirational kit for monstering stuff or is it something that 
you've not got the time. Uh, I bought some uh, very cheap red sashes uh, from, Mm. uh, it was actually at Empire, which I don't want to put down on salespeople at Empire, but they tend to be at market value. And I don't fuck with that. I like myself a bargain. I like a discount. Uh, That's just how I like to roll. So when I came across these and they were like, ah, I'll give you like, I think they were two pounds each or something. And I was just like, yes, I will take them. So I bought them <laughs> all and gave them all to like my, uh, my, my homies. But um, that's for the Yotun. Having done that, it's a great idea. Mm. Like uh, it really, really adds to everybody's game. It makes you feel more involved. Um, it creates uh, a, a, a way better aesthetic for the opposition. Um the Druze obviously are um, slightly different because, as as a Navar, most of our archetypes are very similar, right? So it would be greens uh, are their main color. Um, there's a lot of dark colors, a lot of browns. Um, I have a LARP head, yeah, um, a LARP safe head. I've seen this LARP head, which should in theory be safe to yeet at people um i am yet to yeet um but i feel at some point uh a yeeting should take place (laughs) um i often like to uh use uh the winds of war um which even if you're doing it for your first time running that um and there's a lot of winds of uh, war and winds of fortune, but like you build up a general knowledge of what different groups are doing, and uh, you can often use that. So adding a little bit of flavour mm. really adds to your to your monstering, in my opinion. I found like with the druge, um, because I have a, a fair bit of alchemy in my game. One thing I've been able to do is deploy a little bit of that on my kit, because even though my my monster is not an alchemist, right, the idea that they maybe have a couple of empty bottles and vials on their hip or whatever, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And I think it sells a little bit of that idea that, you know, at some point I've chugged something or used it on a blade or whatever, even though in game, obviously that's not happened, but it just adds to that sort of affectation well, yeah, that no, these are the kind of things that, that we get up to. So there's a, there's that. And I, and Dave's right. Like we, we already have a fair bit of green, so we can sort of splash that around and put that on. You see, I have the opposite problem. I'm red and mm. black is a lot of my league kit. So Jotun I'm fine with, but Druze, I'm like, yeah, I'll stick out like a sore thumb. I'm like, are you a Drew, uh, Jotun who got lost? You're not, you're not one of us. Yeah. Too much honor. Yeah, I think like uh, also like a nasty looking dagger. Yeah. Like there are a lot of LARP ridiculously nasty looking weapons out there. Yeah. Um, I often like the idea of because uh, I have uh, quite um, imperial weapons. Uh, mm. Getting hold of like also when I have the opportunity and I have friends who are up for swapping, try a different weapon that yeah. looks nasty like um, a hammer or. A dagger, a nasty looking dagger on the belt that you can do some RP with is worth its weight in gold. Um, there's uh, an awful lot of the Navari uh, spear and shield is part of their brief as well, but they also have some heavy infantry. Um, one thing that I would say uh, is quite important, this goes for the Grendel as well, is um, often you'll find uh, good commanders good skirmish crew commanders will communicate what their intentions are 
often you'll find commanders who will say, "Who's our, this is going to be a mobile squad. Okay, we're going to do a lot of running. We're going to do a lot of hit and running. If you are not comfortable with that part of the game and don't feel that your cardio is up for that or that you would end up not enjoying that, let them know, join a different unit, do something else. But for those that are um, uh, into running and, and, and being very active, there's lots of places that you can do that. But check with your commander. Um, a good group commander will uh, make it accessible for everyone or let you join a group that is more accessible. Um, not all battle commanders are equal. so Yeah, I think that that is very true, though. I, I, I think that... For example, the the Jotun equivalent, I suppose, of like the 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 heavy skirmishes, which is often what Navari get pulled into, would be something like the Ulfenwar, uh, who are supposed to be the mobile Jotun forces. They're, they're, they're Grendel, right? That's that's Jotun. They have the Ulfenwar is there. Oh, the Jotun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they have are. their kind of heavy so skirmishes. Boring. But <laughs> but yeah. Um, but Jotun like, slander. What I'm trying to say is, like, generally speaking, the 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 Druze have a lot more of that yeah and and as dave's saying there's that means that um if you're not comfortable running as much there are there are other units that you can join and that would that are, are maybe better suited but uh, to ask that question because some of the druge fighting is very mobile mm. uh and and does make you kind of move around the field a fair bit also well, when you're in the battle i uh i actually had a, a a not so great commander of the unit that i was part of for for a druge battle we just joined a different one. They were having <laughs> nice. fun in the middle of the battle. We were just like, "This guy's like leading us off through bushes." Um, I'm not gonna go and get myself a twisted ankle going through those bushes. I'm gonna go and join that group because they seem more fun. <laughs> like, um, it, it, have a good time. It's, yeah, you're paying to have a good time at the weekend. Um, there's, you know, have fun. I think that's that goes for being uh, uh, an Empire player as well as when you're monstering, right? Like um, sometimes I, I have a, a bit of a, a bee in my bonnet that if if I am going to take to the fields my character, I must, right? Like it's it is a, a thing that you should do, but um, I take it as a point of pride. It doesn't matter if I, how however hungover I am, I'm getting out of bed. I'm putting the yeah. the kit on. I'm going to head down to the monstering. I'm going to put the mask on. I'm going to be hanging out my ass, but I will get there even if I stand for 30 seconds against an Imperial Onslaught. I'm going to make up the numbers to give the opposition a good time. Um, I, I think that's man. a really important. I know that there's there's been things like PD have talked about, like, hey, a few people didn't turn up to monstering and this kind of reduces numbers. And I think it's like making sure that you, like you say, if you've done one, do the other because there's no yeah. and also i've said this before it's so much fun oh yeah definitely. it's so much fun monstering genuinely a lot a lot of the time um i have more fun monstering uh, i mean I, now i'm part i've got sort of my military un, unit and we kind of operate together and that's become a lot more of my game i have a lot more fun that way but generally speaking for me individually fighting and having the experience of combat I, I tend to have a better time monstering because you can yeah. cut loose, right? You can you can be reckless and you can die dramatically and and not sort of be so in your head about it all. And it's so much fun just to. It's to liberating. Just, yeah, it's really liberating. And I, and I can, think you can actually, double monster as well. By the way, oh, yeah. like yeah. if you uh, if you want to, you can just monster both times, and you'll probably be helping out 
PD and there are suppliers if you do. I think there's also the option to get in touch with the various skirmish crews and stuff as mm. well and help out. You'd you'd have to talk to an, an email PD and stuff about that. But I think oh, join the join the emus. Like if you get yeah. your kit, um, I joined the uh, the Dornish emu actually. You fought. We uh, fought in yeah, the same unit, and it was dope. Um, really fun, great group of people. House to orc. Yeah, and it was like. Really nice. I just rocked up there. Didn't know. Well, I knew one guy, uh, Harry, and was literally like, oh, yeah. hey, um, I need a shield. I'll go ask this guy for a shield. They lent me a shield. And it was just like, and this is straight after pneumonia. So my lungs were still absolutely jacked. Like I I, I very, I really didn't know how much I could do. Um, but like those uh, emu units are, um, I know people that uh, run with the Navari one tend to be more experienced players, tend to be very helpful, very knowledgeable, good at tactics. You'll learn an awful lot um, of how to fight. Um, people get too wrapped up in the the mechanics of you physically fighting and lose track of the more important stuff, which is things like spatial awareness and tactics are actually the things that win battles. Um, so yeah, EMU for the win. Yeah, I think there's a there's a there's a big element of of that is essentially just like actually what wins is often communication. Just being able to tell people, look over there, you know, you people keep an eye on this and keep talking to each other. And if you're doing that, uh, yeah, that's actually very effective. <laughs> that's more effective than necessarily one of you being like twenty percent better at sword fighting. If you're gonna if you right. if you're gonna die at Empire with your character, you'll you'll die usually almost always especially when you're new because of your lack of spatial awareness. Yeah. Um, that's how people die at Empire. Classic. It's a classic Dornish thing where like people charge forward, uh, do the classic Dornish glory charge. Don't realize that everyone stopped 10 paces back, turn around, they're all gone. Then the orcs climb in. <laughs> and it's like, it's the, it's the kind of thing. The glory charge is only deadly if you don't realize where you are in it. Because if you're still with the thing, it's like, yeah, a massive, you can still get taken out, but you're much less likely. But then you see people that just keep going. And even if you see him go, it's like, no, stop. And they're still going, turn around. It's like, ah, oh, they were such a good character. I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm to the point where I'm like, I must be the most, uh, I'm the rudest person to fight against because I'm virtually not looking at the person I'm fighting, right? Like, uh, yeah. if, especially if they're not pushing me. I'll be like, I'll have my shield. I'll give them something to hear. I'll try and hit them back. But generally, my head is looking around to my flanks. I want to know what's behind me. I want to know how many people are in my line. I want to know what sort of... Uh, I, that's much more important to me when I'm fighting now than trying to beat the person directly in front of me, um, especially with the nature of hit points and how generally combat works at Empire. Um, it's much easier to kill people with a large flanking maneuver or on the retreat than it is in a one-to-one -one battle with someone. And it's also interesting how your experience changes as you gain more positions of command, right? Like as if you're in if you're leading a small group of people, you're you're maybe in there with them. If you're kind of trying to organize various different bodies, you're a little bit further back. And then if you go into like the field marshals and stuff, they're often you know, they're dispatching runners and they're sending people and they're getting information fed to them. And and, and the moments they're involved in the combat are chosen and chosen uh, as wisely as they're able to make it, right? And then there's, there's the way that combat evolves and your experience in it and the, 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 the way you can apply whatever your individual skill set is 
in battle can be a lot of different ways. It doesn't necessarily have to be being the greatest uh, axe wielder that's ever been, right? It in, short, be... in short, Ian would like to fight from the chateau. Um, <laughs> you know, Max hey. um, moving little little wooden pieces around on a board, Ian. Ian for general. No, please no. <laughs> that's, the, that's the last thing I want. But, um, but going back to the Druze, I think there is... When you're looking over the list of sort of options that are available and you start thinking about like, oh, the, the sort of various monsters they deploy and the, and, the, and the things they will use, right? They'll use like marsh walkers and things like that and they'll start oh, bringing those yeah. to the field and then the, the spells their, their mages will start to use in combination with that and then throwing in things like those kind of miasma sort of balls and stuff. All this stuff... It, and the way that creates a dynamic battle, I think, makes them exciting to play and exciting to play against and and scary to play against, right? Oh, the tortured souls. They're terrifying. Yeah, I remember listening to your E3 coverage from the battle, which is when Sparrow died. Oh, man, yeah. Um, that was the first time I'd uh, cried at a lap. was before I'd even heard about that. It was crazy. Completely separate battle, completely separate people. And I was like, holy, at the same event, fighting the Druge, people have had the most emotional torment. Um, and it's just, it, it's just crazy. Just Again, it's funny because it's that Druge thing of fear tactic because they're using monsters, they're using ghosts. And then you get back and you're like, it almost works against them in a way because people are so emotionally yeah. charged. Like, we're going to fucking kill these pieces of fucking shit because after, after what they just pulled... Yeah. I'm not letting them come back. I, I think, um, but it was just really funny. I think that is right, and I think that's one of the reasons why the Druze, more than some of the other uh, barbarian nations, are maybe in a slightly weaker position, is because they are so hated. It's a lot more easy to rally yeah. the various forces of the empire against them because they're they're yeah. really not very popular. <laughs> no. you know? yeah, but it's, there's always this is always a big thing whenever I go to battles is that I'll often hear. Uh, players come back and they'll be like, oh, yeah, we did really well. We absolutely drubbed them. Um, the Druze are the sort of nation that often have achieved their objectives in the battle. So you may win yeah. militarily or drive the enemy before you, but more often than not, they've probably achieved what they were there to do, be that a ritual, be that something else that's very nasty. Um, the Druze are are tricksty and vicious. Uh, a military victory against them isn't necessarily a a win-win. It's uh, It makes us all feel better, but the Druze are always plotting, you know? <laughs> they're, uh, they're one step ahead of us. I think that's probably a really good note to leave on, um, to to not trust the Druze. <laughs> that, like, again, even when you think you've won, yeah. you probably haven't. Kill yeah. them all. Uh, <laughs> kill... Death to the Druge, life to the I think Empire. that's the first lesson in the academy. Don't trust those sneaky, sneaky Druge. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Unless they're selling bite, they get the pure shit. So um... <laughs> I can give it up any time. Uh... <laughs> I haven't tried it yet, actually. I haven't even... No, no. Uh... You're an ambassador. It would look terrible in the papers. I can't afford it. Um... <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks Thank again. Thank you very much. It's been um, great. Thank you for having us. And thank you so much. Hopefully, we'll be near back. I'm not sure if we'll be talking about the Fool or the Grendel next, but we'll be talking about the next lot of barbarians. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, hopefully, we'll see you again soon. And thanks for listening. Bye, friends. <laughs> <laughs>